alright. Hello. What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so, sort of. Yes. My big question for you, lad. Okay. Something that I believe links us in a strange way. Sweet. And something that I haven't run across too many people have uh, shared experience with. So, I'd like you to tell me, how has your accent or accents... Yes. <laughs> or how have your accent or accents changed your perception of yourself or your your identity oh man i'm so glad you're asking this one i actually have been thinking about this again lately okay so i guess to give a little bit of a like backstory um so i'm indian and when i was young i had an indian accent but i went to a british school so i developed a slightly english accent and then I went to an American high school and developed an American accent, which I think is still different from the accent I have now. Hmm. Um, and this, okay, so from uh, my family to the high school, that was all in Bangladesh. Yeah. So it was all in the same country, but I was going through a bunch of different accents. So, okay, so. <laughs> That's so, yeah. It's it was, yeah, it's strange. It's It's strange because like, I switch between accents when I'm talking to you mm-hmm. and then when I'm talking to my parents. Yep. Uh, when I speak to my parents, I speak to them in the Indian accent. And that's because it feels comfortable or familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, also because I've been told by them before that when I speak to them in like an American accent, they just don't understand what I'm saying. Really? Yeah. Uh, it seems... You I know. believe them? I don't, honestly. I don't yeah, believe them. but suspect. I don't see how I, I think what what it really is though is that I, I use different like words mm. and I use I stress different vowels and stuff, right? So right, right, right. Because you know, you're used to like listening to people like sounds, for yeah. example, right? In a certain way. And then you could be sp- listening to someone speak the same language, but they might start, I don't know, saying it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, stressing different parts of it or something. And sometimes when that happens to me or I hear someone talking to me that way I have to be like wait what like mm. you know like really focus in I keep banging into the mic <laughs> you can uh, maybe <laughs> hold up like push you that way okay yeah. this is good um yeah so I remember like uh in first year sorry in uh elementary school um there was this friend of mine who is actually like my best friend now but <laughs> she used to hate me back then for whatever reason hate I'm you as in like had a crush on you like no little, little kid damn i don't know i should ask her that because that's usually how probably puke though but well that's usually how it goes like if you're i remember like no she ew. she was out to make my life miserable like yeah i don't know why she but that could be like because no weirdly no enough, she, she like, has really a like i don't know okay for example there was this one time when i was like swimming we you know we would uh go to this like recreational club and have like swimming lessons there um and as i'm like swimming from the deep end back to the shallow end and this is like my friend told me after the lesson uh this girl was just like looking at me swimming she was just going like please drown please drown please die just please drown (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know but we're like we're best friends now honestly we're super tight so uh, yeah she she had like stuff going on mm. um her family oh, was yeah. just probably some shit happened yeah there. weird so um but i remember this one time i was in class and i said a word that like had the letter v in it and when i had my indian accent i would pronounce v as like a w, w. so mm-hmm. i'd go like um wary or shit like that mm. right? instead of saying very so she called me out in class one day and she was like it's pronounced V. Oh like, you know, like God. that scene out of like Harry bitch. Potter, which is like, <laughs> uh, it's Vingard, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so, saw. Yeah. <laughs> so she did that, and I was like, oh, like that shit stuck. Cause then I think before that, I didn't really care mm-hmm. about what I sounded like. But then after that, I th- you know, cause someone like makes you aware yeah, of it, dude. and then you start seeing it, and then you're like, oh shit. Yeah, dude. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. We kind of had a similar deal. Like, not, not in like, just in the fact that it, it was all from like one person pointing it out right like that it was an experience that stuck what was it for you for me it was my second grade teacher it was like actually not even my yeah not even my teacher as like a teacher aide 
and I was staying after school because I had just moved and they were like catching me up on some stuff that I hadn't done yet or something because I'd been at school in England and the curriculum was different. And I was doing reading comprehension and I was like written, I'd written something and then was right reading it out loud to the teacher. Uh-huh. And every time I would say something in this English accent, she'd be like, no, no, no. It's like this, like not to be like condescending, but to be like, I literally think that she just thought that was the right way to say it. Like she hadn't really talked to other what? people from other places. and just <laughs> like, that's just what she thought. So I mean, cause that's kind of crazy. Cause the English accent is, I think as like proper. Yeah. As yeah. You think, the American but, uh, I, I remember, yeah, like just really distinctly like this one time, I, you know, you get to the end of a sentence and I, in England, you call a period a full stop. And I was right. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. And the same, cow that's what I would, crossed I the road full and stop. full. Yeah. yeah the club crossed the road. Da da da. Full stop. She's like, "What does that mean?" Like she, I remember she like hopped on that, and I was like, "Oh, that's. I guess that's just not how they say things uh-huh. here." And then from that day on, I was like made more and more aware of it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, obviously, like being the new kid too. Like I didn't want to like stand out any more than I had to. Right. So yeah, just slowly I did. I adopt. I had only American friends, uh, and then I just slowly adopted this American voice. Yeah, and I literally did that. That's not you anymore. No, I yeah. know. I yeah, I, and now I uh, I know. I I did that for from second grade till the end of high school. I did that only at school, and then at home. And then at home you would I speak would to your parents in your yeah. normal accent, dude. So and I still do that. Yeah, like um, with you guys, I speak to you guys in this accent, right? And so I had this weird, like you asked about the identity thing. Yeah. Um, I guess not crisis, but like I was thinking maybe I should commit to one accent. Mm-hmm. Like it feels, it feels weird, man. Weird. It feels like I'm living two different lives. Yeah. Right? Um, cause on, yeah, cause I speak the Indian accent, but I'm not just speaking in a different accent. I'm entirely different. Yeah. You know, my the the things I'm sensitive to are different, like my cultural sensitivities flare up, I guess, right. when I'm speaking to my parents or anyone from back home. Oh, man, one of the weirdest things is when I go see people um, that used to be in that British school with me. Mm-hmm. So I have this one friend, um, and she used to be in that British school with me, and I would speak to her like mm-hmm. with this accent. But now when I see her in India, um, there's it's there's degrees to... like. You could say the Indian accent is like the extreme on one side, and then this accent right now it's the extreme on the other side. Interesting. And then depending on who I'm like talking to, I'll be either somewhere in the middle or yeah. like on the extremes. And your brain just does it, and right? And it just it just happens. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So weird. Um, but did you ever like come to a reckoning? So like you said on that oh, train yeah. of thought of like yeah. So what I figured was, I think. Growing up, I watch TV shows and I watch American TV shows, right? Mm-hmm. Or Indian TV shows. Like, those are the two that I'd watch. Yeah. Um, and in the Indian TV shows, you have this character and they just have their one Indian identity. And then you see in the American shows that they have their American identity. Mm. And all you learn is, like, there's just one identity. Like, there's only one... Mode of being. Yeah, mode of being. Mm. Um, and so that's what was causing me trouble was, like... Well, I'm not one. I'm mm-hmm. so many, right? Yeah. And then I realized, and now I'm comfortable with having two different accents, mm-hmm. is like, that's, but that's still all me. Mm. Regardless of like who it is outwardly, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. what the exterior is, interior is still me. So I don't know. I, th- I think it's kind of cool now that I have mm-hmm. these two accents. Like it's, it was a point of contention before and it was like, I don't know, it was m- making me feel weird about who i was but yeah now it's uh it's something i'm kind of you're proud of proud of like it's yeah it's like identity. like it is a unique as, thing yeah. like i said yeah. like you are one of the only people i know that also did that like a lot of people obviously do the same thing with languages but it's weird when it's the same language in a different accent because it doesn't yeah. feel like you should be different but but you are you are just because but that's also like an indian thing like we have hinglish which is right. a mix of like the way we speak is really a mix of like hindi and right english words um if you're like speaking casually yeah Mm -hmm. so but yeah i what i thought about because i also had that reckoning as well it it mainly happened to me so yeah i would only do english at home and then i would also do english at work like when i was a lifeguard and then 
I would do American at school only. So mm-hmm. I did have this like pocket where like, like not just my family members were hearing me speak English. What I do think it did was it compartmentalized my brain so that I think I, it actually allowed me to hold on to my English accent because I've met people that spent even longer in England than I did, mm-hmm. but came here and just spoke with their normal voice throughout. Mm-hmm. And slowly it just morphed into an American accent. Right. So I think like literally creating that division in my head for saved whatever reason, English it saved accent. it. Yeah, because yeah. I'll meet people and they're like, wow, you actually do sound... Well, usually it's Americans or Canadians, right? Uh, English people immediately <laughs> know. They're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you're not one of us. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. But um, it did cause me a decent amount of, I don't want to say like, I don't know, like maybe a little bit of existential like stress mm. just because okay. I didn't want to, like I, I appreciate that. Like you could be like, yeah, no, they are both me. They're just like accentuating uh-huh. parts of who I am. Which is what I kind of, that's how I justified it to myself at the time when I was doing it. But I just didn't want to continue having these two things that I could. Right. And like it's kind of got tiring almost. Do you, do you think. You make sure this thing's. Oh, yeah, sorry. Do you think um, that's because English and American is closer mm. perhaps than like. Cause, because for me, it's so different, the mm-hmm. the Indian accent and also like the Indian identity. And then mm. this, um, I don't want to say like I have two different identities, like an American and Indian one, but like exterior wise, right? It's yeah. sort of Well, it was pretty like funny. Remember different when things uh, light up, I guess. When Sage, our old roommate, heard you speaking to oh, your parents yeah. for the first time in oh the morning God, and she was just sh- in shock she's like who is this indian man <laughs> it's just it she, pervaded she asked space. me in the morning and she was like did you have a friend over yeah. at like <laughs> 7 a.m in the morning and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> oh that was me <laughs> <laughs> like it does uh yeah definitely throws people th- like for a loop i think mm-hmm. they're just not used to that taylor says she like really likes it though i see that's the thing i think I, I, now that I'm questioning it or like you pointing out the cultural differences because the accent itself, like it's like kind of a posh British accent to mm-hmm. me. That's what it sounds like when you're speaking in your Indian British yeah. accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is funny because when you try to do a, like a, when you're American <laughs> actually, and you try to do an English accent, it sounds wh- fucking what terrible. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Eh? <laughs> Pa- pass me the water. Yeah, see, pass me hey, the you water. think you've made what am I? What point. am I doing wrong though? Like, just compare okay, you, that. You say, you say, pass me the water. Pass me the water. Pass me the water. Yeah, that was not, better. It's not quite yeah, okay. there. It's no. getting better, but it's. Okay. But, but uh, so to me, the accent doesn't sound that different, but because it's tied to a completely different culture, mm-hmm. I suppose how I I could see how it's like, it is it is different from what I was dealing with. Um, no, just like how you pointing out the cultural differences, how the Indian culture is very different. And then it's paired with, to me, an accent that doesn't sound that different from the American, but obviously to you, because you grew up in that culture, it is completely different. So it's kind of, you have like a different mismatch for than me because British culture and American culture are pretty much the fucking same thing. Like just Americans like in ways. Yeah. 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 That's what I think too. Mm. Like. It's almost if I were to use this accent back home, mm-hmm. it, this accent is tied. Okay, so if you were to think of it as I am like a whole circle mm-hmm. and then you break the circle up into bits and pieces, right? And when I'm back home in India, um, certain parts, certain bits of that circle light up. And then when I'm here, mm. different parts of that circle light up. Yeah. But like some parts are shared, right? right. But then there's like a few that are different mm, that's between a good metaphor like you know what i mean yeah. so so for me to go home and speak to my parents in the american accent it's it's almost too too tied to mm. the parts of the circle that light up interesting here yeah yeah so i almost have to speak to them in an indian i it's funny because um sometimes you guys ask me to like just speak in my indian accent mm-hmm. right and i can't yeah it's weird saying that to you guys but if it was my family, it would, it would just be very natural. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then if my family was like, oh, how do you speak to your friends? It would yeah. be weird. Like, I, I totally. don't think I could do it. I, re- I remember like the first few friends I like introduced to like my home environment, like Matt, who was the one uh, a guy I did a podcast with a couple of weeks ago. 
um he was just relaying how how weird it was but what i like couldn't really explain to him was like when i'm at school i like forget that english part almost or it's like i don't have access to it you know like like you said it's impossible for me to be like okay do an do an english accent yeah. i like really yeah. have to think about it it would probably sound like you trying to do an fake, english right? accent yeah which is so strange because then you put me in even in, even i bet you if you put me in the same environment but surrounded me with english people talking i bet you i could do i could you know feel and, like i'm english again and like right now you know the accent you have if you were speaking to someone really like proper mm-hmm. would it be even it like becomes more english when more i'm english it comes more english when i'm talking to english people for sure like i notice it or even my vocabulary i guess because i don't see you like speak to english people yeah i don't really so have don't too many english friends re- like that's intriguing and that's also been a thing like how how does your how does that play into your relationships with like indian indian people or like does it does it alter it in any way like yeah yeah i've okay i mean i've always felt like an outsider to like indian indian people Mm -hmm. because when you say indian indian people to me i think people that have like lived in india and they sort of grew up there and Mm -hmm. i never lived in india right i grew up in Bangladesh. yeah um so yeah like sometimes (laughs) i'll i guess i sound more indian but there's a part of me that's like it's I don't know, it just doesn't feel natural, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it like I I don't know that depth of the accent or the yeah, the way it works or whatever, I don't know. Um so no, it feels fake and I mm. guess now now I just sort of speak the yeah. way I speak to my parents to like anybody mm-hmm. over there or I just speak in Hindi. Um mm. which is even worse. <laughs> really? Yeah, my Hindi's horrible. My accent's really bad. Mm. Um yeah it's funny my sister always makes fun of me because she she went to like boarding school in india for a while now she's back in Bangladesh, um so she has a really good like um grasp of the language right man yeah so one of my like worst like (laughs) one of my nightmares is uh my parents like come here or something yeah and they take us all out you know like you guys are my friends so like yo let's go treat your friends and then we're you guys are there and then my parents are there and my yeah. like family's there and now i'm like and this happened before where school friends come over like for birthday parties we go to a restaurant or something and <laughs> i'll go like speak to my parents sort of like away from like the crowd yeah, and be yeah. like you know cuz it was weird i was actually sort of embarrassed of well it's not weird i guess it makes sense right but i was kind of embarrassed of like the accent before mm-hmm. but yeah so i would go speak to them in this ac- in the Indian accent, and then I would go to my friends and just yeah. like yeah yeah speak in again compartmentalize yeah right? yeah. Like, so if you guys were all sitting on the same table, I don't know. Dude. Yeah, dude, would it'd I, be like, would do I, not compute, <laughs> yeah. does not compute. Would I like look at my friends and be like, hello, mama, hello, yeah, papa, yeah. Like, what do you want here? And yeah, then, like I'll turn to you guys and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, totally, man. I like I remember times in high school where I had that exact experience as well. It's just like you don't, your brain does not know what to do. It's like. And then you end up doing this weird, like, I don't know what you you end up doing, but I remember doing this weird, like, quasi, like, almost just sound Australian, because I'm, like, <laughs> trying to switch between, like, Australian and English, and or, I mean, American and English, and it just comes out so weird, and, like, but th- those were the times when it's, like, yeah, I, like, d- I don't want to do this. Like, I want yeah, to just have one. pick one, yeah, 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 which is what See, I do. Yeah, so doing. that's, yeah. And, okay, I think in those situations, I would just... Because family's family, right? So I can speak, if we were all sitting on the same table, just speak to everybody yeah. in this accent because, like, my family would understand. Yeah, right? yeah. So, um, yeah, but it is, that's that's one, like, part of it that definitely, like, yeah, makes you think, oh, it'd be better just to have What's interesting one. to me, though, is, uh, like, I guess it makes sense just, but it's sort of, like, the opposite. Like, you have an accent that because i would say like mainly you speak in this voice like american Mm -hmm. right voice Mm -hmm. and then you have like this minority which is resolved reserved for like uh at home yeah but it's sort of like reversed to me where i don't know i like maybe you embrace the american accent a little bit more than me like does it did it does it feel like comfortable like does it feel more do they feel equally comfortable 
sort of. Well, I yeah, because actually, I think I spoke in this accent far more than I did in the Indian accent. Right. You know? I mean, I'd be in school for like eight hours, um, and it it never felt like switch like like you know how I was saying I couldn't speak to my parents in yeah. this accent. In that sense, it didn't feel like switching. It just was natural. Your brain just did it. It just yeah yeah. I would be at school and I would speak like this, but then at home I would speak in the Indian accent and. Um. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm definitely more comfortable with this. Uh, but it's not like I'm not comfortable with, mm. you know. I'm I'm equally comfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But I feel like I can express myself more, in this. In this one. In this accent. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. That might be, just culture. You mm. know, because I don't really get, opportunities to be very expressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like back home. I wonder, dude. We you gotta. Well, this is funny, but I wonder if you moved back to India or Bangladesh. Oh man! Like, what would you do? Like, would you just you would then become <sighs> like Indian sort of? No. Well, yeah, that's that's I wonder about that. Like, if I were if things didn't work out here mm-hmm. and I had to go back home to India and then start working there, oh God, I would. <laughs> <that so much. laughs> I really don't want to like. I don't want that to happen. No. Um, but yeah, I don't knock know. I guess England. yeah, knock on wood. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right? Like, after a long time. I don't know. It's I guess it's a question of, like, human nature. Like, do you just... Because it would be comfortable. It yeah. would be easier to yeah. speak in the Indian accent yeah. to yeah. communicate. People would understand me easier. Mm-hmm. I'd be less of an outsider. Yeah. Um. So, I guess over time, you, you, you would, would, like, yeah. default to what's more comfortable. Yeah. But I wonder if that means I would lose this. Because... Mm. I don't think I could ever lose the Indian accent. Like, I don't know. Mm. When I speak to my parents, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if I were to go home and then live there for the rest of my life, if I would lose this accent. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like you said, because you spent so much time in it, I don't think you would ever fully lose it. Like Mm -hmm. for me right now, I can do an American accent, but it's a lot more conscious than it was. Right. I have to think through. I have to like get myself ready. Yeah. I want a cheeseburger, <laughs> extra <laughs> extra cheese, cider fries, and an you apple cider. <laughs> okay, the cider part, that was like, the rest of it just sounded like you. Just sounded like me. Yeah. yeah. See, that? then that's also the weird thing. It's just like, it it has just morphed now to like a weird hybrid mm-hmm. accent that yeah. I don't even know what it is. Like, I just confuse people. <laughs> like so many times like, yeah. like the english people don't get you the american people don't yeah get and you. like it's funny like interesting what you were saying about kind of how it's hard for you to like uh, or i don't know maybe i'm putting words in your mouth but like establish relationships with like indian indian people yeah, yeah like yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's right. a similar thing with me with english people like i feel like because there's always this like oh you're not from here or like you're not fully english uh-huh like, I just feel like there's, I don't want to say like a judgment, but there is a judgment. No, there's absolutely. like a judgment that's going absolutely. along with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's and it's like how much you're paying into it, right? Like, I could just like ignore it and be like. Well, I think it's obvious when it's playing a role, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've hung out with um, people that have grown up in India where this isn't an issue. But yeah. with certain people, I don't know. Some people just like exerting like their belonging over your like yeah. being an outsider or something yeah it's so weird yeah it's a strange thing but power right like mm. that's master yeah. slave master slave dialectic. <laughs> <laughs> um wait no the power is um nietzsche yeah will to power will i feel like power. it's all kind yeah, of true, couched true, true. in it Same. like the master yeah. slave look at us and <laughs> philosophy, philosophy and knowledge <laughs> cheers sir. cheers yeah um so one interesting thing is like for me the uh gap between whenever that that is there mm-hmm. is my lack of uh my the grasp I don't have on the on Hindi mm. on the language right. but for you it's just your accent yeah it's like the culture as well like i feel yeah for sure i feel like i don't really know or i don't really get english culture like i i do obviously but only parts of it and uh-huh. like i don't really feel i feel culturally californian okay yeah. i don't feel culturally 
English. Yeah. So then I go home and then I feel like this weird nostalgia and obviously like my family. Right. And then I do feel English. And yeah. I'm, do you? Okay. Okay. So um, more on that. Mm -hmm. But do you sometimes feel like when you go back home, okay, in your head, how do you, like what voice do you think in? English. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes like here right now I speak. Uh, or <laughs> speak to myself <laughs> the voice in my head is um like the american accent right mm-hmm. but then i'll go home and over like sometimes i go back for two months and that's a long time by the end of it some of my thoughts will be in hindi mm. or in the indian accent wow it's yeah that's like a very interesting yeah psychological part to it um that's super interesting it's like a full switch right like but fragmented. That, I, that speaks to like just how uh like involved i am in like both cultures mm. like m- even the way i think yeah right sort of like the voice changes um it's so yeah. I, it's just so strange when you go home too like i was i was talking about this with matt but like you just have this groove almost you know that's been like carved out over like years and years of time that right. like no matter how old you are like 23 like 18 but you still listen you to your back. parents and yeah you go back and <laughs> you're, like, you're under okay like, like you got to be back though like, yeah at yeah, this yeah. time and you're like yeah okay and <laughs> even like how you're i usually like party back home to like 5 yeah yeah I, even like i feel myself you know sometimes like being kind of a brat or like sometimes you know they just kind of like bring it it brings it out of you yeah and well, you like have this feeling like fuck i don't want to i'm not like that like well that's that's just living you know without authority and then yeah having to like abide by yeah, somebody's yeah. rules right it's true irritating it's like right yeah like you've lived on your own for so long you almost feel like you deserve mm. even though you come back home and live under the roof of your parents yeah to still lead that life like back there i fucking cook for myself yeah, i yeah. clean i work i make you know, money like, yeah, like, yeah i have a part, like i have a job yeah um yeah man and in the indian like culture that's so rooted like mm. you could be 32 yeah you know but respect to the elders is right. above all so you still have to like mm-hmm. listen to your like parents and i mean you should listen to people right but yeah. like in india it's like they'll tell you like okay the next step in your career is right. this right and then you're 32 and you're still like oh sure yeah mm. it's like, interesting yeah like would you i mean i feel like in the western culture we almost don't pay enough attention to like the elder influence no yeah like we kind of just like and and the elders don't care so much for it mm, it seems either, right you know? right it's yeah. just like and it's like the whole ethos of like putting people in homes and just kind of like forgetting about them whereas in india like you have your in-laws stay with you you have your mom stay with you mm-hmm. like it's this process and it's i would expected. say that's like an indian parent's greatest fear is that their child will like outgrow them and then like i don't know forget them and put them in a like in a home home or something yeah yeah which is just the norm in in the west which is yeah. so weird like so I think there's there's room for growth. It sounds like on both sides. Yeah. Like maybe they could let go a little. Let go bit a little more, and, and then, then we can kind of embrace each yeah. other a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's yeah, it's a fine line to to, to walk. I feel like, like because it does. I mean, we don't have to get too deep into it, Terrell, yeah. But it sounds like there have been some. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> some blow ups. Yeah. When it comes no, actually, to um, I, I'll yeah, I can speak on that because mm-hmm. I actually spoke to my mom recently, mm. um, about the whole thing. And she was super understanding. Really? Like, um, I was, you know, so for her, it was all like, you don't understand because you're not a parent, but parents have this constant, like, pressure on them Mm. about, you know, worrying for their children. Like, are they okay? Mm -hmm. You know, especially if you're growing up in India and my sister, right? Like, if you're a female hanging around outside, Mm. I mean, girls get raped every day yeah yeah in horrible ways right yeah. so it's very like understandable that she has this like constant just i need to know where you are mm. i need to know when you're coming back you need to call me once a week or you know like i need to call back once a week otherwise they get like really worried um so that was her like side of it she was like you know you see that right and i was like mm-hmm. yeah I, I get that um but then i explained to her that it's never wrong and we're not telling you to like just switch it off yeah just don't be worried about us because i can't expect that obviously and Mm -hmm. i think it's good parenting to be 
mm-hmm. worried about your child, totally. of course. Um, but you know, just it's too intense. So like, like turn down the, no- yeah, the nozzle, dial it down. A little yeah, bit, you know? yeah. Um, and yeah, she got that. She was like, yeah, you know, I need to give you space, and you guys give me. And by giving you space, I allow myself space, right? Because when you're constantly worried about your child or something, and I'm speaking for a parent, I'm not a parent, but I imagine it's like, as in the case of my mom particularly, you kind of stop living for yourself mm-hmm. and any interests or hobbies or whatever kind of go out of the window and just becomes all about your child. Right. And that's unhealthy, man. Like yeah. For both parties. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So it was cool because she was like, this is me saying what she was saying to me. So mm-hmm. like she saw these things. Right. Um, and I guess like came to the conclusion that she needs to find more of herself and like mm-hmm. find things that she enjoys and spend more time with herself. Totally. You know, and not just everything is me and Shivangni. Right. Wow. So yeah. she kind of had like a. Yeah. It was like weird. Like this. Honestly, we don't really have many big fights in the family. So. Mm-hmm. And usually they don't end up this way. Yeah. But this one big fight definitely like was. Catalyzed good. something. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. You need that. You need. Totally. Yeah. 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 Because if, if there's no conflict, I mean, come on. How can there not be conflict? Right. Yeah. Between like a parent and a child yeah i mean that's math this is funny because caleb said this when we were like in the class it's master slave dialectic like mm-hmm. at its roots right because mm-hmm. as soon as you have a child it's stupid i mean it doesn't know shit right yeah. so you're like teaching it raising it yep. and whatnot and, and it's completely dependent on you you yeah. right yeah. and it does what you tell it yeah and then eventually it becomes well i mean it's always conscious but like you know what i mean slowly like, it becomes more so able yeah right yeah yeah and that's what that dialectic is like mm-hmm. s- you both realize like okay you're me and then that person realizes that you're me yeah you know how you guys are conscious or whatever but that's yeah that's parent and child so mm, interesting how can there not be conflict right? yeah like, yeah and so if you're quiet then you're just letting things build up build up yeah so, yeah yeah it's an incredibly important like facet of all relationships i think like Obviously, you try to keep the conflict to a minimum, mm-hmm. but not well, stuff I mean, it down in a way. Yeah, on what's required, I think. Right, right, right. If if you can, because you can resolve things not just necessarily with like pure conflict. You need a lighter. Uh yeah. Um, Let me try this. Uh, yeah, you you don't have to like. It doesn't have to come to like blows or yelling even. But if you're dealing with that conflict in in a way where it's just a conversation, mm-hmm. but there are just some topics that I think like they're emotional. So they like, they're going to get heated. And exactly. like, that's just, <clears throat> that's just part of it, man. Like it yeah. really, that's like, you know, on the spectrum of human emotion, like it's actually a good thing to feel. You gotta feel everything. You gotta feel sadness. You gotta feel anger. You gotta yeah. feel joy. You gotta feel. And what's family for if you can't right. be comfortable in feeling everything totally right, around them and you yeah it's ex- i don't know there's i feel like if i couldn't expect that for my like parents to forgive me or and then for me to forgive them mm-hmm. then this isn't family no. like yeah you know and that's how i that's how i look at friendships too like mm-hmm. the friendships that i know are gonna stick are the ones where i make mistakes you make mistakes mm-hmm. but at the end of the day um i don't know we either talk about it or we don't but like you know we're still back together yeah yeah you know it's like an implied forgiveness or it's explicit like we actually talk about it absolutely man so that's fucking me and caleb man like honestly we've had like fights where we'll be like (laughs) oh man there was this one time it was so stupid uh we were coming back from elliot so we were obviously drunk right (laughs) and then (laughs) uh we walk in and i see that his like light and his fan is on in his room so I'm like, man, yeah, fucking Classic. electricity bill, Classic. right? Like yada yada, just turn your fan your and your light off, yeah. And he says, which he's very right. He's like, dude, it's negligible, I, nothing, yeah, like, yeah, right. Like he's looked it up or whatever. And you know, yeah. Caleb, he's like, I've done the research. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's point zero three yeah. kilowatt hours per year. Throwing numbers and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like mad, and I was like, no, just fucking turn it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and, and then, yeah. And then the next morning we just got up and we didn't really 
like well, i mean we acknowledge it now and stuff right but like that morning we didn't because we both knew just yeah. how yeah. stupid that yeah, thing yeah, was yeah. right totally um but then also for things that are more serious we'll, we'll you know talk about it. and that's like yeah that's that shit i love man that and that is what makes friends closer mm-hmm. like when you can come back from something like yeah it it forms and it, it i don't know it just accelerates both of your personal growths because it's like well we were like actually mad at each other like properly some maybe it's over something stupid maybe it's over something real mm-hmm. but we were able to like work through it yeah and now that gives you confidence in the future that like yeah yeah you're gonna come across things exactly. that you're not gonna agree on but you're gonna be able to keep it together and like you value each other enough to like you know look yeah past it. exactly like that confidence is so important because now you know that you shouldn't stay quiet about things you shouldn't let it build up because right. you're, you're in a safe place to yes i mean obviously there's better ways to like bring things around than being drunk at like 3 a.m and like <laughs> yeah, shouting yeah, at yeah. each other yeah waking up poor neil <laughs> <laughs> sleeping upstairs <laughs> turn off the fucking pad <laughs> uh, yeah wow we're like going off the charts some that's nah, all right happens every so often you know yeah. gotta keep them on the toes <laughs> I can never do that. I don't understand. It's in the throat, dude. It's back here. It's like <laughs> I don't get Sorry, it. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody with like earphones. Ear, yeah, just audio aid. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, uh, yeah. I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a while just because, like, like I said, it is a unique situation. Just the, the, the accent thing. Uh-huh. I mean, okay, like, yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, just n- becoming two different people in a weird way, in a way that's out of your control. Because it's not something you like, yeah, we both had like events where we're like, oh, that was the time that I like noticed it or brought awareness to it. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I'm going to be American now, right? It wasn't yeah. like, I'm going to be Indian now. It was, yeah. It's like this thing that just kind of naturally, that just happens. happens yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking just a lot about life in general right a lot of times of my time on my hands so i just like find myself just thinking like like yeah what why am i living the life i'm living why did certain events happen Mm -hmm. to me and not to you or certain events happen to you and not to me Mm -hmm. and like how i'm how to make sense of it all and it like i figure out that you can't really make sense of it yeah. yeah yeah and that it's just like but everything that happens to you happens to you because you need to be who you are. It's like a very circular reasoning, you know, like like you wouldn't be who you are without that thing. Uh-huh. So therefore it had to happen. Yeah. Like it, it's a very I don't know. I just been kind of like stuck on that thought recently. Well, yeah, because it's it's not I don't know. The way you, I guess, think of that is that you'd have to take a snapshot. Mm. But anytime you take a snapshot, it's already in the past, right? Because mm. you're constantly moving forward. Right. Okay, so I, I, don't, I, fucking, I don't remember the name of the song, but there's a lyric in it where it's like, um, I'm constantly living my plans, constantly becoming myself. Because mm. you are constantly becoming yourself. Yeah. You're never yourself. Right. You're always becoming. Right. Right. right, right. It's, you know, like, yeah, that's yeah, such yeah. a weird thing to think it's about. It's such a weird thing to think about. Um, so that's why it's so, yeah. I mean, you'd have to consider, like, I guess, what do you want out of it? What do you want to realize? Um, or do you want to realize something? I just want it to make sense. <laughs> but it does. Like, just why? Just, just why, like, uh, like you said, you or who you are yeah like what like just so like do you mean like the general massive chart just like take pieces like points of time in your life and right really map out like this is the influence i got that's the thing is like the just like if you look at the general trajectory of your life every single decision you make up to now like had to go that way in order to be here right Mm -hmm. unless there's like now we're getting some like rick and morty shit but like maybe there's like infinite timelines that just like split off every single time you make a decision and then there's like infinite versions of you out there which hmm. i kind of like that <laughs> that's, yeah I've, that's such a cool thing i really yeah, like I was, that yeah, i really hope so that's sick. like and it'd be so cool if you could just like dip your toes and yeah oh, well that's what that i think like disaster, psychedelics though. kind of all. Imagine? Like, like i think psychedelics are like these weird like 
like dude i remember when i first took mushrooms like big dose of mushrooms like i literally felt like i remember i kept saying like just feels like i'm in mushroom mode like <laughs> i'm mushroom mode sam but it felt Running like I was bushes thinking you started fires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man, I gotta tell that story. Yeah. But it just felt like I was like like weirdly it felt like there was like that was just me all the time, just in some alternate reality. Huh. And like for that like time that I ingested those mushrooms, I was like I was that version of Sam living in this one. I don't I don't know. It was like a big mushroom thought. Like yeah. <laughs> I really know. Very psychedelic. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that no, but that that's so cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. If if that were true, do you think if we were able to like dip our toes mm-hmm. into each timeline, like mm-hmm. just see, and I mean you're seeing yourself. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so dangerous? Like imagine you see like yeah. a decision's branched. Yeah. You made yeah. one and then you see in this. Well, you don't know what's going to happen in this decision, I guess. Actually, you never know what's you about wouldn't. to happen. You're yeah. just seeing it as it's happening. Yeah, right? exactly. So I guess you look and you see like, oh shit, in that one I got an ice cream yeah. two minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking, well, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know, maybe if you really want an ice cream, you just like hop into the timeline, murder yourself, like fucking like bury the body somewhere and just start living. Like, okay, this timeline's cool. Like, I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. That fucking Rick and Morty show. I mean, that's what they exactly. did, Exactly, right? yeah. Yeah, they Very steal the Rick from that that's other so dimension. strange, man. When you think about that episode, you're like, oh, from this point on? Yeah, right. Or no, no, it is still the same Rick and Morty. No, I thought they it was just a whole different timeline. Oh, right. They're just in a whole different timeline. Yeah, right? yeah. I think something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just like. Yeah, it, it's absurd, but I I don't know. I've just been thinking about because you yeah, like you said, you can't ever know the future, right? Yeah. And you'll you'll get into Dostoevsky soon, and I'm excited to have some discussions. Oh, we actually did already. I oh, just you didn't did do the reading. Oh, <laughs> you fucked up. I will though. Yeah, you should because I know you love it so much. But it. Like, he is constantly talking about, um, in his piece, like, the underground man. He talks about how, like, at his time, it was the kind of birth of, like, the scientific, what's it called, the enlightenment. So, Mm -hmm. like, middle of the enlightenment, everyone thinks that, like, science and math and, like, reason is going to solve all of humanity's problems. Uh And so he kind of, like, takes issue with that. He's like, no, like, we're not just reason. When like human beings are not just their rationality, we are our whim and we are, our, you know, instinct essence. and essence and like, it, like you couldn't just and if you were to like boil down every single action like we're talking about like get a big chart of your life and be like see you ended up here because you turned left on this road in yeah. third grade or we would kind of like recoil from it and we'd like we would burn it like we need the uncertainty in order to like make life worth living yeah so like it's something that he constantly talks about is like you need the devil you need the chaos in order to have life have any events mean anything or or is it that you have to be comfortable with the chaos because i feel like when you when he says need the chaos i mean how can chaos never not be there There. right right like it's just theoretically right like in some utopian society where we use i don't know he, he uses, like, the example of, like, a mathematical table, but, like, algorithm, right? So that you never You fall. know everything. Like, you you could just type in, like, every but single variable of life. knowing is knowing chaos. I mean, mm. you're, you'd be guiding your life away from chaos. Right, right, right. Right? Mm, and that's so crazy because that's chaos in itself, man. I mean, yeah. like, what are you going to do? Spend the rest of your life just typing away at this Running algorithm? Running away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, shit. Tomorrow, yeah. I have to plan every single second of my day. Like, if I step off the curb yeah. two seconds early, chaos. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's chaos in itself, trying to, like, figure out how to avoid chaos. Yeah. But in that sense, right? Like, mm. it's just unavoidable. Yeah, yeah. If you create a method to avoid it, right? it then is just, again, chaos. Yeah. To avoid chaos. We, yeah. We just, yeah, just you need it. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah. But then there's so many, like, there's times in your life where, like, chaos happens and it sucks so bad, right? Like loss mm, or yeah. like just unexpected craziness. And and then, but I, oh, like the oh, the way I like remove myself out of that spiral, it's like thinking of Dostoevsky. Like it's literally become like a way to like, yeah, kind of wow, re, re-deal with life really awesome. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I love it when like, yeah, you take 
yeah something you've read and it's now with you for dude the it's part of, of me man yeah. like that yeah it's a part of me for sure that's awesome yeah 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 I, don't, I i feel like maybe it's just so like naturally uh a part of life mm. that i've just assumed mm. it yeah. you know even without it being like explicit in my head it's mm-hmm. like i don't know man like every fucking day i so i swear i have to like when i encounter chaos yeah i have i have two choices i can either go full panic attack mode right. and just spiral spiral right yeah. and obsess and go completely out of control or i can just come to terms with this has happened yeah it's it's happened yeah, yeah. and the best thing for me to do is to become me after this mm-hmm. which is like learn something from it you know and yeah um and I think I don't know if that's the same thing, but like that's for me it, is yeah. what gets me through like shit like that. Like yeah, I think it is. Some big chaotic event. Yeah, it sounds like wh- what's cool that I hear is like I think for me I don't know whether it's because I like grew up like I didn't grow up like fundamentally religious, but I grew up in like an Episcopal church, so it was still like what Christian based. What, it's like what ve- it's like Christian light. It's like Christian, but very tolerant. So like. You know, like priests can marry, like they kind of, you know, it's just very like gay people are welcome, accepted, like oh, it's very cool. tolerant. It's like yeah. a very yeah. tolerant form of Christianity, <clears throat> but you still have like gospel and, you know, but just like instead of like fire and brimstone, it's just like, so what Jesus try- was trying to say, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like word for word, like right. just analyzing the Bible. It's like spinning what he said and, but but uh, anyways, I think that kind of gave me this framework of like good and evil. Like like you're saying like how mm-hmm. in your view life is 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 life. And I think like it's something that I'm getting more and more comfortable with is just realizing like there isn't a dichotomy. Like that dichotomy is just what I've created and like what like kind of pop culture and things have have told me. Like mm. like good and evil like yeah, I guess if I really wanted to like draw lines in the sand, like, you know, get black and white. Yeah. Good. Good is, you know, positive feeling mm-hmm. and bad is negative feeling, but, mm-hmm. but they, they can it's all interchange. Yeah. Right? It's all intermingled yeah. and like impossible to kind of tweeze tease out. And it's, yeah, just like more of, I guess, almost like a Buddhist, just like life just is man. Like it's not good. It's not bad. It just the fucking yin yang is thing, man. Like, yeah. good with a little, bit of bad and right bad with a little bit of good like yeah but it's yeah. interesting kind of analyzing like where that like split in my head like that you know this is good this is bad like i just i don't know you know black and white like that i think you have to be i don't want to say a better person than me but just so disciplined mm-hmm. and so have, you have to have rules that you like yeah really and once you've like i think so like rigid mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're black and white then i mean come on there's always cases that are gray that are gray that are like under your black and white perspective where does this fall and it's controversial yeah but you're rigid so you you know you're like okay but that one thing yeah 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 here and i man if you ask me what i think about something yesterday yeah i'll give you an answer Mm -hmm. and then if you ask me about that today i'd give you a whole different answer because it depends on so many things like first internally like me and my mood and whatnot and then also knowledge i've consumed Mm -hmm. but i i just can't be rigid i can't be black and white yeah i like the grays Mm -hmm. i think me i wonder if that's because it lets me be more forgiving Mm. towards myself you know Mm -hmm. because i think if i were rigid like that then i'd be a pretty internally like mean to myself type yeah interesting yeah because i don't know man i'd fucking step on an end and then be like i'm a murderer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah that's really interesting like you're yeah you do have to just kind of relax a little bit like having i mean uh, having like guidance for morality is obviously incredibly important like otherwise you know mm. you can't just have murder in the streets right yeah. Ca- like ult- ult- ultimate chaos but you can't just like because there's a certain feeling attached towards something just say like that's bad 
that's good. Like it's just a thing that has happened Mm -hmm. that when it enters into your human mind, you have to like grade it one way, you know, like we're just so attuned to that, right? That's how we survive. Survival. Yeah. Yeah, Categorize. Yeah, exactly. Like dangerous, safe, dangerous, safe, dangerous, safe. Yeah. And yeah, Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder also, is it when in the sense that we're discussing it, it's beyond you and me, it's society. It's like Mm. for the greater people, but everyone's got their own idea of Mm. everyone. uh, You know, everyone's got a little like black and white in them. They've got like, okay, but that's definitely good. And okay, but that's definitely bad. Right. And that's different from person to person. Mm. And I think we always, because we live in a society. (laughs) (laughs) Society, man. (laughs) (laughs) Because, because of that, we, it begs the question, like we have to ask what's best for everybody, right? Like, Mm -hmm what makes sense for the most amount of people, the most amount of people or right. something or everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And is it, do you think it's point? I mean, no, it's not pointless because like you said, otherwise people would be fucking running around chopping heads off yeah. in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. But how would you ever come to that blanket? Mm. You know, like right. we're all different people with different ideas and yeah. Education, I guess. But then you start like, but then you have to assume because it's not written anywhere like this is right and this is wrong mm-hmm. you're just so you have to base it off of some kind of metric yeah which i guess is but you start i guess you start super basic right like like you start with the worst possible pain and torture for everyone would be bad right and the yeah. best possible pleasure and content feeling is would be good yeah and then i guess you kind of work in from there yeah i don't I don't know, man. For creating yeah. like structures of morality, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna do it tonight. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We haven't struck out, struck out any weed yet, but <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go so quiet if we bring yeah. out the weed, bro. I almost I, now that I don't like smoke every day, mm-hmm. it's I yeah. Words don't formulate, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I actually wonder about this. Do you ever notice like when I get like really high now? Yeah. If you try to talk to me, it's like. <laughs> look at the because that's what it feels like to me inside my head yeah sometimes i'm like man i just cannot english right now yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh and also sometimes i think i'm saying something in my head or no i have these moments where i'm like wait did i say that in my head or did i just say that out loud because sometimes i'll like think yeah i'll watch and you know watching a show and i'll be like thinking have an opinion about it or something but then i sometimes and then after the opinions had i'm like wait did i say that because <laughs> i guess the voice is so much right right focused or yeah, prominent you exactly know? You're so in your head mm-hmm. um i mean i haven't necessarily noticed it like on a way that i would be allowed to call you out at all uh i think a lot of that dude is like yeah it's definitely your tolerance changing and you are just higher but for me i remember like I would get those feelings. Um, even now, if I take a long break off of weed I, and then I come back to it, I can, like, I have that, m- like, maybe, if, maybe like, the first time, it's, like, yeah, kind of, like, word just not working. Yeah. But I think a lot of that is going on up there. It's just, like, you're overanalyzing, you're rushing. Mm-hmm. You think that they need to hear something that, like, you have to say it this way, but... You yeah. know, there's just too much going on. Yeah. And if you can just kind of, like, calm down. I guess it really just comes That's, down to practice. So Yeah. Isn't that, like, sucky, <laughs> though? Or maybe, I don't know if it's, like, a general everyone experiences this thing, though. Mm. But weed is, like, you're calm and relaxed. Or, like, at least yeah. that's what it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. You're taking a... You know, you're chilling. Yeah. But then, for me, I when I get high, it's good, like, in the first 15, 20 minutes. Mm. And then... And then in the end of it, again, it's good. But in the middle, which is like the sort of greater chunk of it. Yeah. It was which I have to like be in my room watching Netflix for and not like out in, in the world. Interesting. Um, is just like obsessive thoughts. Yeah. Just yeah. like mm-hmm. think, 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 think about this thing and then think, think, think. Like it, I think because I am like pretty obsessive, like in yeah. the way I think about things. I'll mm-hmm. get like, I'll think about it. Fixated. Like, fixated about it. So it heightens that for me yeah almost which it didn't used to do but mm. I, I wonder you know it's okay so you know what i think it is though because when you are getting high so often mm. like for you know 
for a moment I was like smoking weed multiple times in a day throughout the mm-hmm. day and so I was almost high a lot yeah like, so you're well you're like I guess escaping mm-hmm. when you're getting high like to escape yeah. right it catches up to you totally and then suddenly it becomes who you are when you're high mm. like you guys have now interesting yeah. yeah wow that's interesting I never thought about that I have definitely noticed we change throughout my lifetime yeah when I was a kid or I started smoking like 16 17 and it was just like a giggly just like silliness like couldn't really talk didn't want to be like at a party yeah like, yeah and it was just with my friends and just get just being dumb and silly and um and then it definitely became more internal a lot more like yeah obsessive or like I don't know if obsessive was the word, but like, uh, yeah, maybe ruminating. Like you mm-hmm. just get stuck on a on a loop of thought. Yeah. And then you have like, like you said, like kind of times where it's just like that silly, like giggle. And then it kind of comes back. And, and uh, it's just something that I think for me, it's just going to go in waves. And it's definitely, I've, I've realized like weed is not something to be done on a daily basis. I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, no, definitely. On a, on a constant, consistent daily basis. Like, I can't make it work for me. Like I, yeah, I think it works differently for different people. Yeah. But like you said, yeah, I would just, I just get depressed if I do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. You just get, yeah, I agree. Like for me, I don't know if I get depressed. I get anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm more, I'm more of like anxiety riddled person. Than yeah. Depression. Do you, <laughs> do you remember when, um, Sage's brother was over mm. and they had a party? Yeah. And you and I took like a massive chop. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the couch. Uh huh. Right. Uh huh. Um, I think maybe you socialized for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, got up. I, well, first of all, I just sat on the couch. I stayed sitting on the couch, and you eventually left, and then I was like, oh, I'm like the only person sitting on the couch. <laughs> I don't want to be the fucking dude. And it's my fucking house. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So I, like, get up fully intending to socialize and talk to people, and I'm, yeah. like, walking in through the kitchen, and I see, like, a group of people, and I, I lock onto them. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah walk you know enter the circle and then i look this way and i look that way and they're just you know in their conversation and i see one person like sort of look at me out of the side of his eye and then like goes back to the conversation then he sees that i'm still there so I, he's about to turn and uh, like you know bring me in uh-huh. he's like start you know be friendly yeah yeah and in that moment i realized like i can't do this i can't <laughs> i won't be able to say a word like yeah. i just cannot communicate i'll be like how's this matter sorry and so i just straight like u-turn as he's like talking to me open like the door down to the basement and just go into my room and i'm just there and then the next morning sage was like where were you last night like i just saw you like at the couch with uh-huh. sam and then you disappeared and i was like yeah <laughs> just, i had to leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's something that like i think it, yeah i guess it probably does like i said it just comes down to practice but it's something i've trained myself to get past maybe get through do you think that's made you resilient yeah i think so i think because like really like being high makes the anxiety like you're more sensitive right Right. yeah if you learn to deal with it i wouldn't say actually i wouldn't say the anxiety manifests for me socially okay i I would say that it manifests for me when i've never seen it manifest for you socially no yeah no i don't get socially anxious really yeah sometimes what this weird thing would happen to me when I was traveling where I was anxious to like go into shops and stuff oh. and like, like buy things like for secure, like for your security. No, or? no, literally just because I was going to have to have that interaction and like this expectation of like buying stuff. And then it was ah. in India. So I'd have to like haggle. Like when like, you're in a restaurant, it's your turn to like order. Yeah. Like I, now i don't feel it but when i was traveling it was like i felt this weird pressure and then like sometimes every now and again i'll feel that being the only white guy like yeah just like like like, so like expected to buy things they're they're gonna like sell it to you yeah a markup price yeah i guess i was into it like it was just i don't know it was just and it's silly, right? Because, like, they want you to come in and buy their shit. Like, mm-hmm. that's the, how business works. But, <laughs> yes. like, I just felt like, I don't know. I would just build it up to this thing that it wasn't in my uh-huh. head. Which is, dude, that's my problem. It's just, I think that's a lot of people's problems. It's just building shit up to things that they are not. Oh, yeah. You create a monster out of a fucking yeah. 
grab it and then you're like terrified of nothing because what you're terrified of only exists in your head right and then you try to deal with it and then you're like but it's so scary and then you just do it one day and you're like what the fuck was i worried about that's why communication is so important yeah and that's why like yeah i like to ask people you know mm. it's it's almost it, it feels lame mm-hmm. you know i'll ask people sometimes i'll be like yo do you think i do this or mm. do you think like i am this way and People will just be like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? And in that moment, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I feel like, oh, God, I'm so lame. I can't mm. believe I just asked that. But I need that shit, man. Like, I need someone to be like, no, you're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get out of your well, own head. You exactly, because like, it's yourself. impossible to do that when you're just in your head. Yeah, exactly. You need that other. You need, yeah, you need someone else to point it out. People are just, like, all lonely. They just go crazy. Oh, my God. That's I do feel, I feel for people, man. Like, I see... Um, like I, I'm looking on Reddit, shout out. <laughs> uh, but I see so many people, especially on like UBC Reddit, subreddit, that are like so sad, man. Like oh, so man, like many, confessions. dude, just so sad. And like I have no friends. Like I had never really made any connections throughout my degree. Yeah, and, like, I see those posts. That I, shit. It su- sucks. Like I want to just Oof. like reach out and like give him a hug, but it's like I don't know. Like what do you what I do you do? Know. I don't know. I I know it sounds terrible, but like, can't can't you? Is it is it really like you're all you're in that situation? Like, there's nothing you can do or nothing that can happen. You can always do something, right? I thoroughly believe that, and I know like there are people that are like, you know, incredibly depressed and like in a place where they just feel like they can't even get out of bed, and like, I just feel like you can always. It's just something. so much harder if it's, it's so all, it's so hard to if con- it's just you. Yeah. If there's no one there. Yeah. Then if you're already alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. It's damn near impossible. Like it feels impossible. Like because mm-hmm. you don't even have the thought that's like, oh, I should get up and go for a run. Like you don't even have that thought. Mm-hmm. Like that just feels so a million miles away. Yeah. Which is something I never really, like I've never really had to deal with like that serious de- of a depression. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm more, I'm more in the anxiety realm of how my mental shit comes out but yeah i don't i don't know for me i just because i am that way i feel like my anxiety has to manifest itself in doing shit yeah like i have to like be i have to be constantly yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) that's a good like end result i mean it's terrible like anxiety is bad but yeah if you're dealing if it pushes with it, you to do shit man like i mean no no like but like if your way of dealing with it yeah at least you know is to be productive yeah yeah that's pretty awesome you just have to be doing the work as well of like you know doing the best that you can like you have to give yourself like all the benefits possible yeah exactly right like if if you don't take opportunities in which you can feel good about yourself then you're stuck yeah yeah you know (laughs) with (laughs) with programming this is something that applies like you have a string of getting stuck like debugging something mm-hmm. and you can't figure out what's going wrong and like in in my workplace sometimes i have to be like hey i don't know mm-hmm. what to do with this ticket and then i just pass it off to my superior you know mm-hmm. and you can get a string of that sometimes you know just bad luck you get a bad tickets mm-hmm. so um and whenever that happens and this can apply to whatever you just feel like you suck at that thing mm-hmm. like it becomes your short-term memory right you right. don't remember like hey like literally two weeks ago i solved that bug which was really fucking hard yeah you just think in this like short time period shit things been really bad Mm -hmm. and and to break that cycle is so important right to start feeling better at it or good about yourself Mm -hmm. and yeah like if you're just all alone like yeah it's definitely harder but having someone around is i've always wondered man like do you think you could live like completely by yourself and for how long Mm. Only if I had a strong network of friends around me. Yeah, still, right? Yeah, yeah like I would at least need. I would need that. I get I, out of the house. Yeah, and see people. Yeah, I cannot be like moving to a brand new city and then living all alone. That would be tough. Cause I had this one offer for co-op, which was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I know no one there. Mm-hmm. Well, people are sort of close by in Montreal and stuff, but like no one there. Mm. And it would be eight months, and I would just be working and then living yeah all by myself right and then maybe seeing like co-workers but i don't know i'm fucking like 22 my co-workers are like yeah 
way older, so mm-hmm. it's not like I'm gonna click with them and like hit him up on a Saturday. And be like, yo, yeah, let's <laughs> get fucked. Want to smell some weed? Yeah, yeah. come on, let's yeah. watch this movie or some shit. Um, yeah, like maybe, I, I've always wondered if that was if I should have had like more faith in myself, mm. you know, like yeah. But it's such a scary like for that reason for what we were just talking about, like being alone and having no strong social like network immediately around you seems so like daunting potentially bad yeah you know yeah you know what no i i think in that case like you would have figured it out like maybe you would have had like a period where like oh i've got no friends as my dad says like billy no mates you're just in the corner like feeling sorry for yourself (laughs) (laughs) and but again like it's i guess it would it just comes down to who you are right like are you the type of person that's going to recognize like oh i don't feel like good and i I can pinpoint why it's because i don't have people that i like around me i don't have friends i need to i need to like share my mm-hmm. experience with so maybe that would then push you to be like fuck it jeremy what's up 35 yeah. year old man like yeah. what are you doing this weekend <laughs> true you true, know true, like, true. right because it's i guess that's what it would come down to is like yeah get over yourself fuck yeah. it bro just like get over yourself message him exactly yeah, you want to hang out like and also or there's like it's so easy to find complete strangers and make friends with them now right mm-hmm. with like apps and like social media totally and, yeah and and you're also again pointing to our technological uh current situation like you can always call people yeah right? which is yeah, something that true. i definitely have lost sight of in my life where i'm like i'm so i alone. suck at that though yeah it's hard it's yeah. really really hard but knowing that you can and then maybe you get to a point where you're just like i need to talk to somebody and you call someone an old friend and you're like wow that felt really fucking good and then yeah, you start yeah. you know it builds a, a habit or i'm gonna call you every two weeks or something right and you never know until you're there yeah you never know until well, you're in that situation exactly like i think it's so easy when they're like living with you or mm-hmm. you know right around the corner yeah but like just in general long distance communication for me i'm I, i'm so bad at that it's difficult yeah. like i if i'm gonna be friends with somebody and then we're living in two different countries i have to you have to be the sort of person where it's like okay we haven't spoken in a very long time yeah. but when we do if we do speak like over you know online or when we meet we just pick up mm-hmm. you know from where we left off yeah that's that those are like the ideal friends for me because i really suck at like yeah yeah so that's the, again, touch. but though that is the marker of a good friendship going mm-hmm. back to like dealing with conflict it's also knowing that you guys are gonna have separate lives like you're not gonna be neighbors that can see each yeah, other every day yeah yeah exactly like, exactly like the mom and you know parent child yeah it's yeah. it's a yeah exactly it's a maturity wow, full circle full yeah. circle <laughs> <laughs> no, <he's good>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man well Tarov, i think um we've given the people quite a lot yes indeed um one more cheers cheers and then i usually sign off the episode um i want you to just think of a word or a phrase um and you're just gonna end the episode with that it can be anything it can be like can i can i do it asmr style absolutely okay <laughs> now he's just looking at me like he wants to fucking eat me. <laughs> <coughs>